So I'm trying to figure out what level of massage I need. There's light, level one, medium, level two, deep, level three. Very deep. I think if you get like the very deep, you're probably going to come out feeling worse than when you went in. Like, I'm just going to tell them I'm pregnant and then see how it goes from there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, there's a big checkbox that says, are you pregnant? And I guess I'm just going to go with that. And then look, if it's good enough for the pregnant folk, it probably is good enough for me. <laughs> Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey. Whoops, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> and on an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. I don't, I never come second. <laughs> wow, uh, gross, uh, first of all. <laughs> second of all, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry I blew that uh, by... Uh, by doing it differently than the way I have for the last like three years and nine months. My apologies to everyone, uh, to, to Sean, to Rich, uh, to the affected communities, to the Amish, everyone, everyone. It's okay. I'll let, you, I'll let, it, That's I'll let right. it slide. <laughs> Don't let it happen again. It. I was, I was yeah. trying to think of something funny to say, but as we already know, uh, my funny, funny switch, switch over here is yeah. always on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it just j- Rich is over there just jiggling that switch, trying to get it to come back. Come on, on. come uh, on. You said Rich the coming. Is- now what? On- Shit. <laughs> yeah, he's flipping on the ones. Got the garbage disposal going. The ceiling fans going. <laughs> funny, still not available. Uh, Tim Hansen, of course, is still not with us. He is. Uh, I-, I think at this point, he is like best bros with Mickey Mouse, uh, and so he will be back with us. Uh, after he is forcibly removed from the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but until then, it's just the three of us, three bros, doing a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Just chilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, I, absolutely I'm, killing it. I miss Timmy's Mickey Mouse voice. He doesn't pull that out as often as he used to. You know, the, the interesting thing, Rich, is that I, I don't <laughs> miss it. Um, is, is what, what I find fascinating is that I'm on the exact opposite end of the spectrum of it for you. My life has improved considerably. Uh, I've been since Tim stopped doing the voice. I've been promoted. <laughs> I expanded my family. Uh, <laughs> economically, we're doing a little bit better. Overall, nothing has gone down for me. I mean, look, world worldwide, maybe there. You know, you could draw a straight line between Tim stopping doing the the Mickey Mouse voice and like you know unrest in Europe, inflation, and things like that. But as far as my personal life, everything has gone up since so, Tim stopped doing the voice on a regular basis. So, so we're being selfish. Like Tim's voice mm-hmm. was saving the world, but mm-hmm. you're you only care about yourself. We do a, a, a hour and a half long podcast where we just we binge drink and talk about bullshit. Yes, of course we're doing something. So of course I'm focused on the selfish part of it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, the premise of our show, as always, is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing glass of wine. So if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air, you want to email that question to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at 
gmail.com. But first, we got to discuss what we are drinking tonight. Um, I will lead us off. Uh, I'm I'm still in the midst of celebrating my birthday session, but I'm all out of Irish cream. It's all gone. No. Fine. The, the space occupying uh, uh, that spot in the the wine fridge is empty now. Uh, but Mazel Tov to uh, to Aunt Jean who provided us with a wonderful wonderful bottle of Irish cream uh, in celebration of the birth of my daughter. So I've I've decided to to tap the night off with beer because as the old saying goes, uh, liquor before beer. Uh, you have a problem, and uh, and so I'm drinking a Sam Adams Summer Ale. It's a citrus wheat ale. It is fine. I'm not a big fan of summer ale, summer beers in general, but it's still even at 11, uh, 11 o'clock at night here as we record this. Still too hot for me to be eating to be uh, drinking my favorite beers, my favorite types of beer. So I'm gonna go with uh, the summer wheat ale uh, by Sam Adams, which is fine. Yeah, Sean, you're, you're you're gaping at your bottle right now. What are you uh, What are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Barefoot Riesling. It's a California wine, and it is super sweet. Uh, it's a Riesling. It's a like really a decent Riesling, I guess. If you really if you like sweet wines, get yourself a bottle. If you don't like sweet wines, just have a glass after dinner, or apparently with spicy foods, it's good. Spicy foods. Hmm. Spicy foods. Very nice. Uh, and Rich, what are you drinking? Excuse me. I am drinking Penol Sauvignon Blanc. It is um, absolutely fine. It is just mm-hmm. fine. Fine. Yeah. Just okay. Okie dokie. I'm so okie dokie. Uh, this this August, I'm going on a family vacation, and one of the one of my family members, two of them actually, um, my aunt and uncle work at a winery. Like in their spare time, they just like work there. Um, and so I think, so ideally I'm going to have a conversation with them and bring back some information for us. So maybe we can get wines that aren't just fine. <laughs> Cause we've been stuck in a real mediocre, it's, like we, a real rut. Yeah. I, I, I'm honestly going to contribute the rut to inflation because it's like, we're probably Fair. leaning yeah, even harder on cheaper beers or cheaper wines. One thing because also part like, of the problem is that we, we thought originally that by expanding our horizons beyond just rosé to all different types of wine that we'd be like, oh, well, we can just take the best of the best. But really, I mean, the bell curve is the bell curve is the bell curve, <laughs> no matter what kind of wine you're picking. And so on average, whether you're picking a red, a white, a rosé, a sparkling, whatever, odds are you're going to come up with something that is fine uh i think we we might have i think maybe the law of averages states that we we hit a little bit of a weird spell at the beginning where everything was either great or huevos <laughs> but uh now we sort of leveled off and we're back we've regressed towards the mean yeah and it could i mean look maybe it's inflation too i don't know it's blame blame uncle joe for everything i don't give a shit uh, no i'm uh, this is all obama's fault so mm. yeah and we're going back yeah, it's, uh, yeah that's thanks, the, the common thing about the economy is that it typically lags like three presidents behind <laughs> i i i to go uh, off on a tangent i posted uh please probably about a month and a half ago on facebook that it cost me 50 dollars to fill my gas tank i have a little chevy mm. sonic doesn't never never broke 30 bucks to fill my gas tank it cost me like over 50 and I was like, I took a picture of it, posted it on Facebook. Over $50 to fill my gas tank. Thanks, Trump. Just as a joke. Because everyone did that to Obama. Like, whatever whatever bad thing happened six months after Obama's presidency. Thanks, Obama. This is your fault. So I decided, thanks, Trump. 
everyone, you know, Trump had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Trump this, Trump, and like none of them are Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Even the cousin Vince chimed in. I love how everyone thinks that the current president and the former president each had something at hand to do with inflation. I'm like, everyone in here, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Obama. And that was it. I mean, you could say thanks, Buchanan. Yeah. The president historically does not have any real impact on what gas prices are. But why not? Just blame, just blame, blame Joe. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Joe can take it. It's fine. He's, yeah. he's just hanging out. He's hang, he's hanging out at uh at Dewey. I think I, I think I heard he's like a Dewey guy, mm-hmm. or he's Dewey or Rehoboth. Like that's the way where he spends his uh. Because there was a there was a story like a week or two ago that like he took a spill on his bike yeah. during uh during like a holiday weekend. And I think they mentioned it. I think it was Dewey, which is like a weird like real party beach for, <laughs> for Uncle Joe to be hanging out at at age like eighty. <laughs> Well, he's a rad guy who's got to show all the young whippersnappers what it's like to be president. He's like and leaning like into a, the uh, Diamond Joe Biden persona that the Onion had for him like ten years ago. He, I, I, I envision him more of the persona that uh, Colbert does for him on the the Late Show. Like he does this, like he puts on the like aviator sunglasses, and yeah. he's like um, Joey B and blah blah blah. Like I, I, yeah. I, I can't do it well at all. Listen up, Jack. Yeah, yeah. That's Bunch something. of malarkey. I, a lot of tossing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite uh, Twitter jokes was Biden talking to his wife, Jill. Now listen here, Jack. So, Sean, you've got our uh, our last round of questions in front of you. I right? do. All right. And again, Bruce, questions. It's just it's so stupid. It's uh, ProSafeQuestions <laughs> at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. But uh, what's first, Sean? What would you say are your top three values? And then in parentheses, here's a list of values if you need ideas. Mm. And there is a list, to... there's a list of 58 values plus mm-hmm. two wild cards in this list. Yeah. I I, uh, I went to open up the list of values because I had downloaded it a little bit ago. I clicked the link, and it brought me to my downloads, and this guy popped up <laughs> from the last uh, 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 roadshow from last session. Yeah, sick and mustache. mustache. I can't remember his name. But he, he popped up, and it made me laugh. <laughs> so I do appreciate uh, questioning pilot Mary O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> a providing us this reference list, but the subtle the subtle suggestion that maybe we don't have such a strong set of values that we might need a list of fifty eight to choose from. <laughs> uh, just as a reminder, here's what values are, and they're not just like yeah, hey, values are like I can do a sweet kick flip on my on my, uh, on my skateboard. Um, Tim, so one of our values isn't going to be Tim's sweet ass at this point, or something like that. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> key core value is I can eat half a pizza in like ten minutes. Um, <laughs> all right, so there's a list of 58 values here, and, and they are what you would expect. Uh, yeah, in general, as far mm-hmm. as you know, just either you know personal constitution or personal politics. Uh, what are your three uh, top values? You would say. Hmm. That is, um, let's go with creativity. Okay. Generosity and mindfulness. Okay. I feel like that, that really speaks a lot of Mm. me. 
Mm-hmm. It's like I, 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 I am trying to be lean more into creative spaces and creative things. Mm-hmm. I am always worrying about other people and I'm doing whatever I can to help those other people. So mm-hmm. like that is a lot of what I do and how I live my life. Mm-hmm. I think freedom is on there for me at number one. And I think that's a bit of a, like the term has been sort of co-opted by shitheads over the last 10 years, but I do think that's very important to me uh, because it dictates the other values that I have, that I hold close to me. Um, Fairness is another one. Um, I don't know about a third one. Uh, You know, I, I, I think about this. Generosity is a very good one. And, I, I think that's sort of a lot of this stems from the freedom one, like the freedom to be generous where I want to be, the freedom uh, or, or to, to causes that I find are, are of most importance. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I mean, all of them are good. So yeah. it's hard for me to be like, yeah, it's hard for me to be like, oh, flexibility. It's like, oh, so you're not, you know, honest. Because <laughs> honesty isn't up there. I'm like, well, no, 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 no. That's, I, that's not what I said. I was, I was gonna suggest flexibility for your third one though, because you're like that because it goes along with freedom. Because you've got the freedom to be kind, but you also have the flexibility to hmm. change on the spot if you need to be to not be kind or to not be generous or to not be so like freedom hmm. to do what you need to do, but also flexibility to be able to pretty much change the core value. Or the value yeah. in general when you need to. It's up there. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. I think, um, you know, I think it would be, I think it would be freedom number one. Um, uh, fairness is, an, is is there, and then compassion is the third one. Mm-hmm. I think that is important. Even when I am in, in times of weakness, maybe not at my most compassionate, I do find that that is important to like, that old that that old axiom like you know be kind to everyone you meet because everybody's fighting some kind of battle like i I, you know in my weaker moments i don't always remember that but then like you know in my my calmer moments i'm like okay remember this this is you know when you're thinking back on an engagement with somebody or thinking about a problem compassion i think is pretty important Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how about you sean um so i'm gonna go with open-mindedness and then Honesty, and I'm gonna also go with compassion because that's so important to me. But those mm-hmm. are my three, and they're kind of interchangeable. I don't think any one of those, yeah. any one of them, is like sticks out as being like this yeah. is the most important. I just think those those three are very indicative of how I'm feeling uh, mm-hmm. right now. It's I because I, I yeah. your, your top three values are going to change as you kind of you know move through life. But yeah, uh, and even yeah. as I'm reading through, like as I'm thinking about this, fuck fairness, get it out of there. Fairness is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and humor is in there. <laughs> humor is important. Like, it's, it's just uh, the idea to like the parts of life that don't require to be taken so seriously, do not take them so seriously because uh, you need a little bit of a mixture there. So uh, fairness is out the window because I think fairness sometimes, uh, you know, that's uh, that also has been co-opted by shitheads. It's also a, yeah, <laughs> a also co-opted. So I've really got a real type where I'm like, uh, fairness, freedom, liberty. Uh, it's just like everything. Uh, but fairness is also, I mean, it's simply not a, a fact of life. Yeah. Like you, it's, it's sort of the idea of, of, of equity versus equality, I think, if I'm remembering those, those terms correctly. So I think I'll put humor in there instead of fairness because I think compassion is probably a better – uh, a pretty a better marker for how I look at uh, what what is important to me than than fairness, that explicit like you know cold black and white fairness. Mm-hmm. 
Matt, it just it just sounds like to me that you think people should laugh more than worry about the fact that women only get seventy cents to the dollar <laughs> on men. So which which is which is not fair because the man's only left with thirty cents. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't come back and miss that. Uh, it was all a joke. Uh-huh. Humor, very important. Remember, number two, va- number two value. Um, any other uh, values that you think are of importance? Um, there are like all of these. A lot of these fifty-eight values. I'm, I look at them and I'm like, there is, um, there's some like, there is, there's value in these values, for lack of a better word. Yes, there is. <laughs> There's a value in these. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all like things that I think I would say just glancing over this list. It's a pretty robust list. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, it's of these 58, I would say like 70 to 80% of them are like pretty objectively like positive things. Yeah. Like there are some where you could yeah. maybe you could argue a little bit like whether it's like uh, like I'm trying to think of an example. Like, it, 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 I don't know. Um, well, like, like uh, pl- pleasure like, or courage or or I guess uh, you could you could argue some of those little ones. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, self care. Like, you could argue some of those are like okay. Well, you could lean on those a little bit too much, or that might, or like you know, power. Like, it might not necessarily be like, like, uh, like, perceived as a positive in all cases, but most of these are pretty positive. Yeah. The one that, like, really rings a bell to me, or, or, like, a red flag, not a bell for me, is conformity. Like, that, to me, it does not sound like it should be a core value to anybody. No one should well, to, No one should yeah, be... Maybe not core value, but it, it's something... I, I could see I could see where somebody would, would actually go. I, I could... I can see somebody making the argument for it. I, I I agree with you that I don't think that it should necessarily be a core value, but like, you know, you you, you take it to the logical extreme and it's like conformity. Like, oh well, that means I'm gonna wear, you know, I'm gonna wear whatever the fuck I want to this formal dinner. And it's like, like conformity listed on this list is like be respectful and obedient of rules and obligations. And there are certain times where, like, you know, you don't have to be a conformist, but maybe don't wear a t-shirt and jeans to like the formal work dinner. Or something like that. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of just spitballing yeah. here, but I get what you're saying. Like it shouldn't necessarily be a, a core value. Just be like fall in line. Yeah. Hmm. Any other thoughts, or shall we move on? Uh, we can move on. Let's move on then, Sean. What's next? What's one thing you wish could be automated in your job? Oh, so the VPN. VPN. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's that hard. It's just like <laughs> no. It'd just be. It would be nice if I didn't have to do it. <laughs> Lo- literally logging into my system, logging into my computer for work, mm-hmm. is a four-minute process yeah. because I have to turn the computer on and log into the computer. Then I have to log into the VPN. Then I need the text message sent to me so I can put the two-factor in. Then I need to log into the uh, time card so I can punch in. I literally mm. need to log in four times before I can clock into work. So yes, automate the ability for me to clock in by using a damn fingerprint or some shit because it's 2021, 2022 at this point. Shouldn't have all that shit anymore. 
I got that. I got that fingerprint VPN for work. Uh, it was a recent upgrade, and uh, at first I was like, oh, whatever. Now I'm, and I do like it a lot, but still, it's still a bit of a pain in the ass for process. Like it's mm-hmm. a couple extra seconds than I could just, you know, if I was in the office, I could just open my computer and then I'm working. Yeah, I'm there I got my email and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. An, an extra step, and and invariably somehow there's some weirdness with the connection where like. Like, I wind up having to boot up my computer about 35 minutes before work starts just out of, like, my lunacy where I'm, like, paranoid that, like, if I lo- try to log on at 5 of, it's something's going to go wrong and then, like, I'm going to have to log off and restart and log in again and then I'm going to be late and all that. Like, I'd rather just buy myself some time. And so the the VPN and the logging in, this is, this is first world problems. Look, it's, yeah. it's, like, it, 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 <laughs> I am sure if I was if I was working in a coal mine, it would be like, hey, maybe the mining of the coal would be nice if we could automate that process. For me, it's like, yo, I don't want to have to put my finger on my phone. That would be nice. Like, that's the thing that like it is. It's a it's a first world problem, but it's it's still like it's a problem to you. It's it's a pain in the ass. Like my uh, it's true. my it's not easy f- being a child star like me. <laughs> yeah, but like the 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 system my job uses, they recently quote upgraded the service of the the directors what they call it to a more sleek and clean system which looks ugly as hell and is not is way less efficient sleek. uh because we have these these things called smart buttons and in the old version i could have as many lines as i wanted of smart buttons in this new version they show one line and then if I need to get to anything beyond the first line, I have to click a plus button to go down. And once you click the plus button, you click out of that, all of the extra ones disappear again. So if I'm working 300 loans that I have to ch- jump pages, that's 300 additional clicks that I have mm. just been having the biggest fit about. Because it's like, look, this is 300 additional clicks. This is inefficient. My sister's like, you've got such first world problems. I'm like, I know, but it's still... It's not efficient. Like it, it's it's adding five to ten seconds per loan because I have to do this extra click, and it's loading longer. So it's yeah, less. A, it's the problem less with the first efficient. world problem in general is like yeah, it's it's yeah. You could you can do that with that li- most any problem that the three of us or or most people listening yeah. are going to face. Like it's like yeah, any problem that yeah. you face. Like well, look, you don't have malaria. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Well, what are you, what are you really bitching about? Get yeah. back to work, jackass. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what what um what <clears throat> needs to be automated at your job, or what's the one thing you wish could be automated? I wish there was an easy way to compare PDFs and Word documents, like for similarities, because that's one of my big things. Is like is going through a document and making sure they're the same, because we have to send it away to a printer. It has to like format it weird, and sometimes you know things can get like taken out or changed a little bit, and it's like fairly important that they are identical. And it would just be so much easier if that could just be automated. And I didn't have to work. I I didn't have to go through with two screens and then look back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Mm. Yeah, there are certain times where I send something in through work and it just goes into like the strategy cloud. Anybody who works in a, in a big, big company or works with computers or anything, 
that involves like a like an internal strategy or internal system or something like that. Like I'll just click on a task and it'll just disappear into the ether. Like there's nothing I can do with it. I can't grab it. Either there's something I need to do with it next, but I can't do it until the system runs. Like it's nine thousand strategies that need to be run. Just check nothing important. And so I'm like looking at the status and it's just like in the ether, in the ether, in the <laughs> ether. Can't pull it, can't grab it, can't touch it, can't do anything with it. Yeah, there's a little stuff like that. Mm. It is what it is. But yeah. I also been at my I haven't been at my job in three weeks, so I don't really remember <laughs> this stuff. I don't even remember what I'm doing. So uh we'll see what happens when I get back in the office and they're like, Welcome back, buddy. Um, uh Sean, what's next? What's next is what was the last thing that made you mad? It was 4.45, and I was still being assigned work today. Brutal. Mm. Yeah. I, I think I got something emailed to me at 4.58 that needed to be done today. And mm. I just emailed them back, no, it'll <laughs> be done on Monday. Mm. Like, it's, it's too late. It's too late. Mm. How about you, Sean? I looked it up because it was a, the first the last thing that made me like actually angry for like a little bit. It was on Twitter, and it was this is it's not it's it's funny in like a very dark way, and it's a a woman who posted a tweet of her face and has blood all over it, and she says. I can't fucking believe I was in the middle of a mass shooting. I felt safe at this parade for 18 years, and today I got hit with a bullet. And nothing will change in America. This is ridiculous. So she got shot. This is a Highland Park? Yeah. A reply to that tweet was a woman who said, a verified woman, who said, I am sorry this happened to you and to everyone else there. It's awful, and these shootings just keep coming at us. Please register to vote if you haven't already. Tell your friends, too. Your generation is our last hope. And it's it's fucking tone deaf. Like what are you talking yeah. what are you talking about? You got shot. Don't tell her to vote, you idiot. Like mm. what are you what are you what's that gonna do? Like that doesn't like mm. you don't like we we have in theory already voted <laughs> mm. and it's not any different. Like I understand the idea, but it's just like what are you fucking talking? Like now is not the time. This is the conformity value. Maybe chill and let people fucking be upset about stuff. So that is by far my favorite quote from you ever. She got shot. Don't tell her to vote. What is that going to do, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> tell her. Get in there. Hmm. Um. So earlier today, um, the Flyers traded for a defenseman named Tony D'Angelo, and I'm not like a particularly huge hockey fan, uh, but I, I am very well aware of Tony D'Angelo uh, because he is <laughs> he he's he like <laughs> uh, somebody made the joke on Twitter that Tony D'Angelo like uh, didn't storm the Capitol; he just wanted to see the rotunda, and he was being very respectful on January sixth. <laughs> Um, and Tony D'Angelo has used his social media platform to, to voice skepticism about the pandemic. Uh, he, he announced when Trump was banned from Twitter uh, about a year and a half ago that he was going to be leaving Twitter and joining Parler. He's been suspended several times and gotten into fights with his teammates over like 
basically racist comments he's made to other teammates. And the Flyers just traded for this motherfucker. Uh, So they just got him today. They traded three draft picks and then signed him to an extension. Because because this guy is like a bit of a tough guy and a bit of a like offensive minded defenseman. And it's like you the, the, the Flyers are just so committed. Say what you will about the Philadelphia Flyers, but they are committed to the brand and the bit for four decades, even to the detriment of the actual building of the team, where it's like, we're not really interested in skilled players, but we are interested in guys who can fight and guys who are shitheads. And we invested in Tony D'Angelo, the shithead variety, immensely. And he's not even that good. Like, that's probably he's not even that good. He's a big name. He's not that good. And they traded for him. And I was like, cool. Well, it's, I, I guess I'm, I guess it's going to be another year of me just watching basketball then. Because I, I don't, I don't care uh, about this team or for this team in the upcoming season. Uh, they've gotten rid of everybody that I really enjoyed from the last like 10 years of teams. And then they added this, this chucklehead. So that eh, maybe got him mad. <laughs> I was not happy about Tony Diaz. Yeah. That's, it's valid. He's annoying. Yeah, and, and and just because there's like nine, just because there's probably ninety guys at a given Flyers home game that are also named Tony D'Angelo, <laughs> does not mean that you just get to trade for a guy who's got that name. Doesn't that's not, that's not the way it works? I'm you sorry. don't you don't you don't trade for the guy who has the same name as fifty percent of your fan base. No. Like I thought, that's no, how you, you win games. Is- don't take for Tony DeMarco or Tony D'Angelo. Like, you, know, you don't do it. I'm sorry. You just uh, simply don't. Uh, much more excited for the Sixers because they made some pretty savvy moves and uh, they look pretty good next year. They're nice. looking good. They're looking good. I'm ready to buy in again. I am ready to be hurt again by the Philadelphia 76ers. Let's go. Is, is, uh, anything is, else has made you... Hmm? Is this still the process that we're supposed to be trusting right no, now? No, 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 no. The, process, the process ended after they, uh, they forced the old general manager out. Uh, when uh, the general manager who was actually orchestrating the process was basically forced out by the league because he was making them look bad because they had set up a system that was easily exploitable and he was exploiting it and they were embarrassed by it. And so they forced him out of the Sixers uh, because he was exploiting the system for his gain. And by by exploiting that system, he netted them Joel Embiid, who's aside from like Wilt Chamberlain, the best player in Sixers history, in my opinion. Like it's it's quite it's remarkable. And uh, but we're not in the process anymore. Although Joel Embiid is the process because that's his nickname, the process. Okay. okay. Because he thought it was funny <laughs> because the team was trying to distance themselves from the process back in the day. Uh, because they're like they're like, oh, the process made us look bad. We lost so many games, and then Embiid said, "Fuck that," and he went to Matt Cord, the PA announcer, <laughs> and said, "Look." I want you to announce me as the process before every single game. And for seven years, like, what has it been? Uh, six years at this point. Joel, the process MP. <laughs> so good. He's the man. Uh, anything else made you uh, mad lately? Um, I saw this was on the break. Somebody posts on Facebook that Pennsylvania is writing up legislation to ban abortions and that really frustrated me posted mm. about the, the friend posted it about nine hours ago so it was like at some point last this morning they did it last night or something like that and i don't really know the full story i didn't look it up this is something that i saw in passing 10 minutes ago that just really makes me mad uh-huh. yeah yeah i don't know the shape of the pa legislature but uh not cool not great <laughs> no Maybe don't. Well, I ideal. mean, 
I mean, you got Dr. Oz. So, uh, mm. yeah. Oh, what's his name? Mastriano, the, uh, the gubernatorial candidate who was like, who's at, who was at the, the, the Capitol riots on, on January 6th. And he's like, I'll just, that's fine. I'll just run Pennsylvania. Okay. I can't, I can't, I can't stand Pennsylvania. Like, I don't understand yeah. it. I really don't. Mm. Yeah, man. It's, it's basically an, it's basically an hourglass. Yeah. <laughs> it's an hourglass, man. Uh, Sean, what's next? Uh, what emoji, emoji represents you today and why? Um, one of the sleeping emojis, I had just been extremely tired all day today, like literally was falling asleep at like 3.30 while still clocked in with work, just staring at my computer and my eyes were crossing my and my lids were closing. I was just like, I just, I can't, I can't today. I really can't. Mm hmm. Hmm. I guess it's the sighing emoji because at the end of the day, uh, the uh, the kid, little Kaz, was uh, starting to have it with me. <laughs> like he, he, just, he just had enough of my bullshit. It was, uh, you know, inconsolably upset. And I was like, oh, God damn it. I was trying everything, everything. I can't look. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Everything I tried made it worse. Uh, she was in one of those moods. And uh, I was just at the end of a. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those things where you're like you're pressing all the buttons to see if something works and nothing works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's frustrating because it was a generally good day, and she's just, she's a, she's a sweet kid, but like look, she's you know she's almost three and a half, four months old at this point. Like she still is prone to just hitting a point in the day where she's just like nah, fuck everyone, and uh, and that's it. So <laughs> it's still you know you can't leave her there. You can't just leave her. <laughs> so you have to try everything, try and calm her down, and nothing was working. So it was just. <sighs> the sigh emoji mm-hmm. of uh, of trying to to just just rein in that stallion. Mm-hmm. Mm. How about you, Sean? Um, I'm gonna go with the cigarette emoji, just like over it, just like mm. way past it, just like in black and white, smoking a long a cigarette, one of those long things, oh, <laughs> just yeah. like absolutely done with. With everything, just living in ennui, mm. just <laughs> living in ennui, <laughs> just out, just out there, just fucking over it, just ki- uh, slowly killing myself. Very positive one. <laughs> just slowly, just slowly, just, just decimating your lungs from inside. I interpreted that differently because I thought that was like a, you at the end of a very exhilarating, exciting day, and it's you in bed with a cigarette, going, "That was fantastic." <laughs> <laughs> it could be, but it was not in this case. It was not. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Uh, any other emojis? No. But your uh your your Matt, your whole uh, ordeal with the kiddo today made me think of the uh there was an episode of Doctor Who where uh mm-hmm. one of the characters had a baby and the doctor shows up and the doctor can understand and speak baby and the baby ends up uh for the the baby knows and doesn't actually talk but is talking to the doctor and babyish and the doctor says his that's dad that's not not mom and mm. and and the father's like what are you talking oh well the baby knows mom and everything else is not mom <laughs> so just your story made me think of that like mm. oh she she was at she was done with not mom time <laughs> and just wanted mom time 
Yeah, pretty much. She's she's mad uh, because dad was uh, was putting her through the uh, the dad the dad Olympic training course uh, to build up that build up that core strength over the last couple of weeks, and so now she can roll over. It's a double double edged sword, though. She can roll over, but it turns out she hates it. And so she, she's very upset every time she does it because she's like, oh, this sucks. Why did I do this? Uh, it's brutal. I have created a monster. Uh, what's next, Sean? Any big plans for the summer? No. I don't. Um, yeah, no, I don't have anything going on this summer as far as I know, unless it sneaks up on me um, and I just decide to do it out of the blue like just another lazy summer like i normally do Mm. the kiddo baptized other than that um i mean we had our big summer plans like we my wife and i took a trip down to the beach with with our daughter in june in june um went down to sea isle we've been to wildwood over a couple holiday weekends um those are the big plans is usually just, you know, we're, we're kind of in a fortunate spot being in the Northeast where like, a, you know, oh, no big summer getaway plans. We're just going to go to the beach where for, you know, for somebody living in Indiana, that's the big plan is you <laughs> go to the beach. That's your, your big summer plan. So we're a little bit fortunate in that respect. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's it. I think. I don't know. Yeah, football season's in two months. You got got to start getting ready. You know, <laughs> you start hunkering down, getting ready, make your predictions, and order the football. <laughs> get get that get the football outsiders almanac. Get prepared. That's my big plan. And you know, like you know, enjoying the uh, the miracles of fatherhood. And blah blah blah. <laughs> so, did we ever get a uh, a book report from uh, fantasy football this year? What do you think, Rich? <laughs> it's been like nine years. Have we ever gotten a book report? <laughs> who 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 was the book report assigned to? I, can't I don't remember. remember. I don't remember who was got it. Last. It was Joe. It was Devis. Was it? I think, I think Devis lost. Yeah. I, yeah. The I first can't. year that we did this, so so for the uninitiated, uh, Rich, Sean, and I are in a fantasy football league. Where in theory, the uh, the incentive because we we create not just a prize for the winner, but a punishment for the for the person who finishes in last. And the idea is that we incentivize uh, people to not give up halfway through the year because oh well, you, if you finish in dead last, you uh, you have to write a book report. That was the prize that we gave. That was the, the punishment that we gave out. Uh, but <laughs> nobody has written the book report ever. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, we're just we're here to have a good time. So I'm not going to like uh, if, if I kicked out everybody who hadn't done a book report, we'd have nobody left. So or uh, the one, one year we had uh, the first year that we did it, I offered Joe the option to pay the winner ten dollars instead. And he immediately paid the person ten dollars. <laughs> I mean, it 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 did also it, it did get hard to enforce the uh, hey don't give up halfway through the season during the pandemic when one of our players is a doctor and it's like oh we just got to give him a leeway of he's saving the world right now. Uh, look, the the lives of his patients are nothing if not if 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 not inferior to the lives of those in the fantasy football. Yeah, league. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just you know it's a matter of where you place your values and obviously Eric has put his in the lives of the people who need it most. Yeah, apparently, apparently the, his patients are more important than fantasy football. Yeah, what a dork. <laughs> uh, Sean, uh, what other big plans do you have this summer? Oh, we're um, well, we're going in August to North Carolina with my family. And we're going to hang out down right. in the Outer Banks. I think North Did Carolina. you figure out which beach you're going to? Um, 
I was told yesterday, and I cannot for the life of me remember. That's cool. an interesting right. sounding beach right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Um, or do I just not want to so tell you so the me. listeners can't find me while I'm on vacation? Because yeah, that's some know, me time. Yeah, 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 sure. There's only like three or four beach houses in each given town, <laughs> so it's going to be impossible to find you. Um, and beyond that, I think it's just uh, getting Alice ready for preschool. Mm. And uh, getting Jake ready for high school. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. I know. Sixth year in a row. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> No. No, Jake's a smart boy. This is this is his first attempt. At high <laughs> <laughs> that's man. Uh, yeah. Jake, Jake in high school and Alice in preschool. That's just I know time flies. Wild. That's wild. It's amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Kids. That's the one thing. The kids is that they just keep getting older. It, it, they, it, does, it no never stop. stops. I. I no, this is never ending. I tell my nieces every year that the, the, they got to stop getting older because it's making me old. Mm-hmm. Mm. And like, they just, they look at me like, I, what do you want me to do about it? It's like, <laughs> well, never listen. Stop growing up. Children. Like, yeah. And then sometimes I'll tell Jake that like, anytime you have us over for his birthday, I'll be like, stop getting older. <laughs> and he's just like, he, 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 I, he's like, I'm an, I'm an 85 year old man. What, what do you expect now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's like what? Heck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> You're gonna have to speak up. And he waves his cane at you. Um, all right, uh, Sean. What's next? What does your favorite pair of underwear look like? Boring. Yeah, I just have like gray. I have like just regular like mono colored mm-hmm. cloth boxers like there's n- they're nothing special hmm. hmm mary's got has begun getting us me undies the podcast mm. the podcast famous me undies and they are <laughs> all right rock uh, they are very comfortable and nice so it's mm. going to be one of them currently i'm wearing a pair with sea otters on them so i'm going to say that's my Ooh. favorite pair just because they're the most it's most new and all the other ones have lost their shine, you know, mm. after wearing them once or twice. They still are super comfortable, but they're old hack. Old hack. My favorite pair of underwear looks like I still hit the gym, but maybe like a day or two less than I usually do. <laughs> That's what they look like. Mm-hmm. They, they they look like dad by personified at this point. <laughs> they that's that is what that is what my favorite pair of underwear looks like. Yeah, it looks, I, like, it looks like a Planet Fitness membership that lapsed somewhere around the beginning of the pandemic and hasn't quite picked back up yet. <laughs> I um, mm. I used to buy like the like the the single pairs of underwear at like Walmart, or whatever they'd have like the Call of Duty Modern Warfare underwear and shit like that. But after like buying like four or five pairs, each were like five bucks or whatever, I'm like, mm-hmm. I could get a pack of underwear for five dollars, and it's the same amount of pairs. Like. Yeah. Why am I spending twenty bucks mm-hmm. on fancy underwear? Like it's yeah. I, no one no one's really gonna see it, so it doesn't matter. I think my favorite pair of underwear looks like an Amazon lightning deal. <laughs> <laughs> like it was one of those things like, Oh, I gotta get on these. 
Uh, something like that. Uh, <laughs> any other any other thoughts? Oh, really, really driving the point home with that like Sam Adams belch at the end. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. Boy. Uh, all right, Sean, what's next? The final question. Final uh, question. One day my daughter's going to be old enough to listen to this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do right. you have any brand loyalty? Like, to a car, or shoes, or cookware, or anything? Hmm. Hmm. Um, I'm, there's kind of a forced brand loyalty in my, uh, my drill because it's, it has a specific battery. So if I want to get other stuff that requires a battery, I have to stay in that. I forget. I honestly don't remember what my, what kind of drill it is, but I have to stay in that line of products so that I can keep using my batteries. I don't buy new batteries every time I get a new, uh, tool. Power tool. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I've I have that same scenario with like my lawn mower, my weed whacker, and my uh, leaf blower. It's I have all Ryobi uh, battery powered mm-hmm. lawn care stuff because they all use the same battery. So I bought each of them. I bought that came with a battery, and now from now on, if I need to buy a new one or or if like one of them dies, I've got three batteries for it. They all work. They they all work with each so it's it's yeah right now the only loyalty for the most part is rayobi lawn equipment mm-hmm. it didn't list like food or, or drink items there but i've got brand loyalty to yards yards is probably my favorite brand of beer mm-hmm. uh great great beer I, I i haven't had a yards beer yet the only yards beer that i have not really enjoyed is their spruce sale Everything else has been <clears throat> muy bueno. Uh, so I, I, I have some brand loyalty to them. As far as like, I don't know, appliances or, or vehicles or things like that. I don't know. Not really. Uh, it, it, not not like uh, I'm not not one of those like look, we're a Subaru household. Like it would be cool if I had a Subaru, but like fine, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the most <laughs> important thing in the world to me. Yeah. Um, you know if, if it's if it's a situation like Sean or Rich mentioned where I've got a I've got a, a appliance that has an accompanying part and only that accompanying part like that accompanying part can only come from the same company. Then sure, oh. I've got some force brand loyalty there. Um, but no, I mean, I, I don't have brand loyalty in the sense that I'm just blind to everything else. Um, it's yards. It's freaking yards. Beer. <laughs> it's so it's very good. It's very it's quality and, and a lot of variety. I I was not expecting that answer from you. I was expecting Dr. Pepper. Hmm. I mean, that's, that's the cop out answer. I mean, Dr. Pepper is that's like life's blood. That's like that's like saying I've got brand loyalty to oxygen. It's like, yes, it's whatever. I mean, yeah, of course. Uh boy. What else? Any other any other uh, companies you got brand loyalty to, or products you got brand loyalty for? I mean, I would maybe say Nintendo. Um, I'm mm. I'm a sucker for pretty much any Nintendo product, and I will buy. Every console, well, not every, like I'm not going to buy the new, like any updated switches until we get a better Switch Pro or whatever. But like, 
all, all uh, many of their first party games I'm gonna get. Like I, I always support Nintendo. They always have a lot of my favorite games, a lot of my favorite characters. So like, I guess maybe kind of Nintendo would be brand loyalty, mm-hmm. but I maybe. um, I, don't know. I would the video game company Atlas. The, the one that makes oh, yeah. Persona and all the Shin Megami Tensei games, and they also made Catherine, yeah. which is a super dope puzzle game, and Snowboard Kids, and Snowboard Kids. So, like, <laughs> I basically, if I see that, if I see that they're involved in something, I'll almost definitely get it. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you guys feel about uh, Persona Five Royal? I believe is coming to Switch in the fall, and yeah. then Persona Four and Persona Three Portable are mm. also coming to the Switch in the near future. This is very cool that they're doing it. It's the problem is I've already played 5 Royal, and f- and I haven't finished 4 Golden, but I beat 4. Mm-hmm. 3, maybe, I would do. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the three, 3 was... Uh, you know, Sean's got affinity for 3, and I never got through 3, just because... Not because I didn't enjoy it, but because, like... It, it, it was showing its age by the time I played yeah. it. So I, I might pick that yeah, one up. It's... It's unfortunate because Persona 3 Portable is not the best version of Persona 3. But, but I guess it's like the you can most control your own party members. Mm-hmm. Can you? you can, yes, okay. you can do that in the other ones because it was all like, oh, you can. You're getting really into the weeds here. But, uh, <laughs> but for anybody who's interested in this stuff, yeah, the uh, you, you couldn't control your own party members because it's like, oh, they're all their own individual people. It's like, yeah, but they're morons. All of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my teammates are all idiots. Why, why should I suffer as a result of their, their idiocy? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so there, there's there's some I, subtle changes to it. it. But but it's not it's not perfect for sure. But it, there's some there's some improvements. Yeah, I uh, I'll just never forget. I played Persona Three, uh, FES is mm. the version I was playing, and it's the mm. only Persona game I played. Um, and I was like maybe midway through the game, mm-hmm. and I spent a good four hours just grinding experience in the tower. As I was mm. getting to like the next floor, trying mm-hmm. to find a way out to save, I died. <laughs> Yeah, and for three hours, I could mm-hmm. not save and died. The the newer ones are a little bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, on that front. for sure. But yeah, it's that's uh, very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, that was I, I never I never played it again, and it's yeah. not as much as like I refuse to play it, but like I had to stop after that and be like, all right, I mm-hmm. gotta play something else, <laughs> and then I just never got back to it. Uh-huh. That is a very tough thing, whether it's games or otherwise. But like, anytime you've put in like that much time, and you're like. I just have to do that shit again. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it's an experience, if it's a fun experience, it's a fun experience, yeah. but if it just, it just feels like work, then it's like, oh, Cause, fuck, man. Cause, I gotta do yeah. this again? Because it's not like yeah. I was doing, like, RPG elements or, like, social things. I was experience grinding. No. Yeah, play five, play five. Play <laughs> yeah. five kicks ass. Yeah, it does. It's yeah. beautiful. I, I think, beautiful I think games. it was... Soundtrack's awesome. Four, four's a lot of fun. Five, five is probably... Like the best game mm-hmm. of them all. Mm-hmm. I think five was free on PlayStation at one point, so I believe I do have it. I just haven't. Played it's possible. It. It's possible. It's good. It's very fun. It's cool. Mm-hmm. You never see it coming. Um. Anyway, uh, that's all the questions we had. Correct. That's everything. All right. Uh, anyone with a closing thought or a take, or shall we call it a night? We can call it a night at twelve. Close the doors 12 on this exactly. evening. Oh wow, we're ending just right around midnight, which is wild. It's a solid hour and a half before we always end. (laughs) If Timmy were here, we would have been done like three hours from now, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, he's dragging us down. He just, blo- yeah. Bloviating. He just talks way too much. God, windbag Hanson over here. My God. I, uh, Rich, if people want to see any more of your Tim bashing on Twitter, where can they find you? Uh, at B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Sean? At hey, it's SOB. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brosey underscore podcast. It's on Instagram at Brosey underscore podcast. And it's on Facebook at Brosey podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Dot com. Huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or at her store on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert, and you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, it is time for some plugs. Rich Sweeten, what's going on with you? Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for video game streaming, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Um, you can, uh, as of the release of this episode, there is about five more days left to contribute to, uh, my Jorts birthday, uh, channel points, redemptions, you wow. know, 150,000 points in order for me to have a Jorts birthday. Otherwise it's just going to be a normal birthday and not a Jorts themed birthday. Yeah, um, those were Jorts for your own pleasure as opposed to because the listeners <laughs> made you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, you, how do how do your how do your viewers feel about you uh, defiling the the name of God and working on it on the holy day of rest? Um, well, see, the thing is, I'm usually playing like city builder games. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, government work, I'm, they don't work. Th- well, no, I'm playing God because I'm like making the world. So like, oh, so you're, think... <laughs> you're doubling down on the insult. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got so it. they're okay with it. Uh, uh, okay. Also, uh, facebook.com slash onequest online for um, uh, for podcasts, a weekly nerdy talk show where we talk about the hot topics of that week, as well as uh, bonus action, the tabletop podcast where me and Sean and friends play Dungeons and Dragons. And Sean, when you're done D&D, you also toss some Frisbees around. Yeah, I throw, bit, I throw some Frisbees at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. And I co-host the Taste Figures Music Podcast with my brother Alex Casnell, where we take two seemingly unrelated albums from the history of pop music and find a way to link them together. And look, sometimes they're obvious. Sometimes you take an album like Angel Dust by Faith No More and Korn's self-titled album, and you're like, all right, I can pretty, pretty easily see this. Uh, but how about uh, the Benny Goodman Live at Carnegie Hall album and Master of Reality by Black Sabbath? Huh? Huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's coming in season two, but in the meantime, uh, go back and listen to season one where we compare Tom Waits to Thrice, where we compare Run the Jewels to System of a Down, Mountain Goats to Death Cab for Cutie, all over the musical spectrum. Neurosis to Mastodon, it's everywhere. If you enjoy uh, lengthy and and excited and and engaging discussion about uh, pop music, you will love the Taste Fakers podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, that's it, guys. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen in Absentia and Rich Sweet and Sean O'Brien and the entire Action Moose team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. <laughs>